Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Night Owl. It's good to have you, and if you're a frequent visitor, it's always great to have you back. Tonight's story may feature content and adult language that may not be suitable for all audience members, so listener's discretion is advised. If you want to help the podcast out, head on over to iTunes where you could comment, like, subscribe, leave a little review. It goes a long way, and it means a hell of a lot. What are you willing to do for attention? Or forgetting a result that you may seek. The things we are willing to do for a reaction, a reward, or just simply attention. But there's always consequences. Lock your doors, check your windows, and get comfortable. Because you won't be sleeping tonight. I give you Psych Out. I was fairly new to casework. I had just graduated at the top of my class in psychology, so my process post-grad was a little more expedited. After graduation, I got the fast track to casework. I was already conducting experiments with some bigwigs who have been in this field for shit, well over 20 years. My grades were exceptional, my abstracts and data were always foolproof, and my exams I always aced. I really enjoy psychology, primarily because I realize how it's in everything. I like to believe everyone is capable of some element of manipulation or psychosis or anything, really. It's just a matter of what's at stake, at least I feel. I watched my parents try to control one another using different tactics. But my siblings and I were their usual weapons of choice. I've even used forms of manipulation in my relationships. Manipulation was used on me. Anyone I've come across, or haven't, has or will use their minds to get in someone else's. We conducted one experiment with a reward system. I was made to lead it. It was my first, so I figured they were testing me out. But I was looking forward to the challenge. The experiment will revolve around the reward system. What would someone be willing to do to get a desired response? So first, I needed subjects. I posted online offering a stipend for participants willing to be a part of a case study. Since morals and ethics are paramount in psychology, I made sure to remind any participants that their participation was completely voluntary. And that in itself was part of the experiment. I wanted to see who and what demographic would be willing to sign up for something with little to no knowledge. Males mid-20s to 30s were more curious and responsive than women, which didn't surprise me much. Every guy is in competition with his ego. We had 20 responses total. Each individual had to undergo a psych evaluation prior to the experiment, just to make sure there'd be no hiccups or potential for triggers to arise. Everyone seemed to check out. Now, for the fun part. I spent time figuring out the process, and for this particular experiment, I people watched for a couple of weeks in different settings and scenarios. 
I watched babies cry to get what they wanted from adults. Hell, I watched adults cry to get what they wanted from adults. My observation of people manipulating situations to get rewarded, whether it was toxic or not, was not my call, really fueled my approach for this whole experiment. Each participant was told they'd be rewarded based on their performance. The setup was a room with a chair and a board in the center of the room with lights on it. Think of the game, Simon. The goal was to get the lights to go off in a pattern. and every right sequence, a bell would ring and the amount of money they attained showed on the screen. There weren't any rules how to make the lights react. They had to figure it out. I watched one guy handstand for three minutes for the lights to go off. I watched another guy jump around the room like a monkey. Sky was the limit, honestly. And the reason why is because my team and I were controlling when the lights would turn on and off. The things we do to get a response. The week went on and I documented. The overall commonality was that people would be willing to embarrass themselves, maybe even harm themselves, to get a reward. There was enough evidence to prove my initial theory that a reward system will in fact elicit desperation. It's kind of crazy when you think about it, right? We were down to our last subject of the experiment. And to maintain anonymity of the experiment, we changed rooms and patients exited out a different door than what they came in, just so they wouldn't have any interaction with the others. The last participant, he walked in and sat down. And he just sat there almost like a statue. He didn't budge either, just looked straight ahead. The time ran down and I came in over the PA system. Uh, hey, time's up. Um, you didn't get any lights to turn on, so we can't reward you. Oh. But you see, I already got my reward. We were all kind of puzzled by that. I kept you all busy and focused on me while I had a little gift dropped off to each of your houses. Thank you for your time. And he just walked out. None of us knew what he meant and or how he'd know where any of us lived. But that night when I got home, my door was already unlocked. I was careful to walk in because it was pitch black. I got to my bedroom and on my pillow was a mock-up of the board that we had in the lab. But how? And somewhere in my house I could hear a clock ticking and counting down. So there you have it. Tune in next week for another story to keep you up at night. And if you have a story you'd like to submit and have featured on this podcast, email at thebirdbrainpodcast at gmail.com, the subject headline, Night Owl. And you can keep up to date with us on Twitter, Instagram, and if you know Discord, come hang out at the Cash Junkie server. A lot of podcasts, a lot of cool people. And it's a great time. You can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Podchaser, Stitcher, YouTube, (laughs) Google Play. (laughs) 
anywhere you could get your fix. Sleep tight, guys. <laughs>